Hi everyone, welcome back to the UR Hyde podcast by the Bastion Family Center for Career Success. My name is Haley Nguyen and I'm a senior student at Knox College. Hi there, my name is Marina Huang and I'm a sophomore student majoring in psychology. Mm-hmm. Today we want to welcome a new guest speaker, Zip Nguyen. Hi Zip, first we're going to give you some time to introduce yourself as well as let us know about your background of working as the business intelligence manager at BBC Studios. Hey guys, thank you for having me. I'm very proud of seeing you today, Haley, uh, and you're running this podcast with Marina, Knox College. <laughs> It's almost emotional to see how much you have grown since uh, we got to know each other. So my name is Zip and I work at uh, BBC leading the business intelligence and yield team for the Americas region at BBC Studios. And today, you know, thank you, Hailey, for inviting me to speak to Knox College students. If uh, you guys know Hailey, you probably know that she's also um, a co-host on another podcast that I have been running called Blooming Crisis, which is why I'm very proud of seeing Hailey today. Thank you. I think that I'll go into the first question that uh, our audience uh, would be very willing to know about. So I understand that you have a uh, educational background in business and management before getting your MBA in marketing. I wonder how do you think your educational background has led to your career path in marketing? <laughs> yeah, my educational background is quite, not necessarily unique, but quite interesting because when I started uh, applying for college in the US from Vietnam, I uh, didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I just thought that business management was probably the safest option because it's broad enough for me to try and see what I like, but at the same time, it's practical enough for me to hopefully just use that um, as a leverage in my career path when I apply for jobs. When I started out, I didn't really know what I want, but the more that I studied, the more that I discovered my interest and understand what my strength is. I figured that what I was also interested in was communications and marketing, which is why I decided to uh, do a double major, actually, in uh, not only business, but also in communication, and then another minor in marketing when I was in uh, undergraduate school. And then um, I was very far upstate New York. So similar to you guys, you know, I wasn't in the city and I'm from the city in Vietnam. So uh, I'm from Hanoi. So I really wanted to go back to the city, even though I really enjoy my time being upstate. I'm not going to lie. But um, yeah, why it gave me completely different perspective, uh, being in, in a different environment that I wasn't used to, I knew that I always wanted to come back to New York City. And uh, that's why I applied to Pace University for my MBA in marketing. And and at that time, you know, I knew somewhat that I was interested in something that has, that I could use both of my left brain and, and right brain, because I, I never thought that I could use my left brain. I always thought that I'm just, you know, someone who's, who's creative and, Um, and then I found out that I was actually good at logical thinking, and uh, which led me to 
doing an MBA in marketing because uh, marketing is most people know of marketing as a creative field, but it's not necessarily always the case. It's not just creative, is what I was trying to say, because a lot of marketing are based on you know understanding the trends, data, numbers, which requires a lot of logical thinking. Um, so that's how I got here. It was very interesting to hear about your story of how you started as a business management major and how you found your passion in marketing. Right? Uh, I was wondering, were you able to figure out that you wanted to do a job in marketing right after college graduation? Because I understand that as an international student, it was challenging for us to find jobs that are not in the STEM field. So, can you tell us about how you? Navigate it through what that career path, and then be able to establish a career in marketing. Great question, and uh, I don't know if it's gonna be surprising to you, but I received another question when I went to Pace to provide uh, my advice for the current students, and someone asked me this question: What was the worst advice you've ever received? And my immediate reaction was, you know, so many I I couldn't pick, I couldn't pick one. And and then when I was trying to find what would be one of the worst ones that I tell the students, I I ended up sharing that when people told me do not study marketing was one of the worst advice that I received because to your point, a lot of people thought that if you study marketing, it's gonna be very hard for you to find a job after graduation, especially if you're an international student. You know, it's not. Necessary a STEM field, and when you zoom out and you look at how many people actually got a job in marketing or in advertising in media who are not from the U.S. after graduation, that number is very small. And honestly, I I knew very few people who landed a job in marketing or media after graduation as an international student. And not to mention, I'm in publishing, so. I was actually the only one among all my friends in uh, school that actually landed a job in publishing. Actually, before I graduated, but the reason why I said that is one of the worst advice that I've received was because I believed everything is case by case. We have the power within ourselves to make it an exception and to be able to create our own reality. Because as much as I doubted myself at that time as well, I know that I tried my best. I tried every option that I have. I worked really hard. I always make sure that I work harder than anyone else that I knew. And and I can say that with confidence because I know that I did work really hard, and even until now, I never take anything for granted. But I think that what's great about marketing is that it's a very transferable skill. You can apply marketing in many different parts of any industries, right? It's embedded in our daily life as well. It involves a lot of psychology and behavioral understanding, as well as business and communication, interpersonal skills, which I know that. I did have a little bit of everything, so I wanted to keep pursuing marketing because I believed that I could. Not because I thought that it would be easy, but because I thought that no matter what's going to happen, whether I could find a job or not, I know that I tried my best. 
it's so great that you didn't listen to their advice and you were able to be here today and you know be really inspirational i think for me i feel very motivated because i'm a sophomore and i know that you know people in fields that have a negative connotation of being too broad or too challenging um, especially if they you know stereotype you because you're a certain group of students that would really help hearing um, how it's a case-by-case thing and if you believe in yourself and if you work hard you'll be able to get it so I have a question about, you know, talking about negative opinions of people on certain fields and certain decisions that you make as a student. What do you think about, you know, that notion that businesses, people who have a business degree generally lack a focused passion, as I've had people told me before. Um, And how did you think about the characteristics um, of business and how did you find out that you want to do communication? Like, Where did that combination come from? That's a great question. And uh, to be honest, I usually don't pay attention to what people think of me or the opinions other people have on me or people who are like me, because I believe that they have a reason for what they think. Uh, I just know that I know myself better than anyone else. So as long as I feel good about my decision, I know that is the right decision for me. So I spend less time wondering why people think that way and more time trying to understand what I want to do next. And, um, you know, going back to your question about, you know, where or how I found that combination of business communication and kind of somehow (laughs) mesh them together. I think part of me has, even when I was little, I knew that I had some sort of entrepreneur interest. I, when I was in primary school, in elementary school in Vietnam, I started selling handmade cards to my classmates. We were like six, seven years old. So I already started doing business, quote unquote, when I was young. So I know that there's some sort of entrepreneurial interest in me. And that's why I know that business would be something I wanted to explore. For communication, I think that one came very natural to me. Initially, I didn't understand what communication means. Um, but when I found out that, you know, even when my English wasn't even good, even until today, I'm very conscious of my accent and, you know, my English is not perfect by any means. But I know that I am always curious to learn more about other people. I love talking to other people. And in order for me to do that, I know that I have to improve my English, first of all. But at the same time, I want to learn more about um, communication to help me understand. uh, Part of it is the cultural aspect of someone who's from Vietnam, but then, you know, coming to the U.S. So it helped me a lot in that sense. But now that I have already graduated, I'm working now at the BBC and not to mention incredibly proud of being uh, at the BBC because this is also a place that I could be myself, you know, and it is a place that resonates with me a lot in terms of like my core values and allow me to even become more of myself by using my communication, my cultures to talk to you guys, like to do what I I'm interested in, even though this is not through the BBC, right? But everything that I started after I joined the BBC uh, was also because it allowed me to be who I am. And, and my interest in communication 
allows me to, you know, when I started blogging at thesecure.com and then Hailey found me and then she wanted to join me and we did a podcast together. And in fact, you know, it led us to also have a conversation with another audience, also from Knox College, another alumni. For some reason, I feel a lot of connection <laughs> with you guys. But that is communication, you know what I mean? So it is, even though it sounds very broad, but it's very practical. It is everyone needs to be good at communication in daily life so that you can be your best. Uh, because sometimes a lot of people have a hard time communicate what they want, what they need, how they are feeling. And I think that that is what communication allows you to become better. Um, and that's why I think that it is very important, even though it may sound broad, similar to business, but I'm interested in them because they are in everyday life. You know, no matter what field you go in, they are very transferable. And, uh, and I believe everyone should learn about them. I agree that the ability to communicate effectively is necessary, whether it's in our daily life or in the work that we are doing. And I think uh, my next question for you is related to your work at BBC News, because uh, when everyone talks about BBC, you will think of journalism. So I wonder if you can explain a little bit about how your background in business and management, communication, as well as marketing, how they collide with the work that you do and the world of BBC where everyone thinks that it would only focus on journalism and media. Another great question. And um, I can give you a long answer and a short answer, but because we, we do have a time limit on this uh, podcast, so I'm going to give you a short answer. And answer is that I grew up in a family where my father is a journalist, even though I never majored in journalism or I study journalism, but just being able to, you know, to observe my dad, his daily life, like what it's like to work in journalism, the impact that our journalists bring to the world. For example, especially going back to the BBC, I'm incredibly proud of working for such a brand that, for example, you guys know what's happening in the world with uh, the situation in Ukraine. Hundreds of millions of unique browsers going to our site because BC is the most trusted news. Being able to tie myself to a company that I identify my core values completely with the company that I work for, not to mention working for a brand that is so mission-driven, it really piqued my interest. And that's why I applied to the BBC. And it was actually a very happy coincidence because I never saw myself working in publishing even though that's my dad's career. But I just apply on LinkedIn, you know. And uh, one thing led to another. I started working at New York Magazine when I uh, had my first full-time job and then switched to the BBC. But that wasn't necessarily intentional. Um, when I started working in publishing, I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I see myself thinking like a journalist, sometimes even though I'm technically acting like an analyst. That's why like, I, I love 
helping amplify people's voices and getting to know people. And I'm curious about why things happen this way, that way. How can we improve things? Like, what can we do to celebrate diversity? You know, to improve people's lives. And I think that ties back to journalism a lot. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much a very happy coincidence. But it worked. It worked out very well. <laughs> I think those are some amazing insights, not only about the the marriage between all of those different things that you are interested in, but also about yourself, um, like your confidence and knowing about your core values, and, and you are really sure of your own mission as well to be able to know how that would match with your employer's mission and values, right? I have to say that is one of the most important things that I would encourage everyone. To tap into yourself and to figure that out within you when you work for any company, because your career will be a lot more successful when you can work for a company that you identify yourself with their core value. Because the more you proud of working for that company, the more it motivates you to contribute, and by contributing more, by being able to be yourself. You are allowed to do your best work, and that's going to help you a lot in your career path. Now, I am motivated, <laughs> so thank you for saying that. But I'm just—I just feel like after this talk, I would just want to go out and question myself. Okay, if I'm a student and I'm in this college environment, what would you advise students to? What should they do practically? Different courses to take or different practices to get to be able to identify. Those meaningful, you know, what drives you, and then how do you think we should craft our either its resume, cover letters, or any other things? How should we make it shine and allow it to match um, with the employer's intention? Yeah, all great questions, and you know, my um, typical answer to that is that I can give you a long answer and a short answer. <laughs> But since we don't have time, I'm going to have to tell you guys that this is the thing I know that because I cannot just tell you guys the answer in one episode, two episode, which is exactly why I started Blooming Crisis, so that I can continue sharing this advice for people like you guys, because I know that that's what I wanted when I was younger. I was clueless in all of this. So speaking of how can you guys uh, be successful at interviewing? Funny enough, we do have uh, an episode on how to nail job interviews <laughs> on blooming crisis, in which I talk a lot more in depth on this topic. And I'm going to ask if you guys can include the link to that episode in the description. This um, podcast episode so that more people can learn about it. But um, it is a lot of failures as well. You know, like a lot of test. And learning that I've learned for myself, which is why I hope that by providing my advice to you guys uh, after what I've learned and actually spent time uh, failing, <laughs> hopefully it's gonna save you guys some time you know, achieving your goals faster, getting uh, your dream jobs, and even if the first job that you get is not your dream job, trust me that it's going to help you identify what is better for you. So knowing what doesn't work for you is just as important as knowing what's going to work for you. Because I know that I've done things that now, when I think back, I probably would not want to do them again. But because I did that, it allowed me to understand that 
those are the things that wasn't for me. So it allowed me to get closer to the things that I know that are right for me. And another thing I I want to encourage you guys to do is to always raise your hands, you know, to be proactive and volunteer to contribute in any way that you can especially when you're young because when you raise your hand when you do it and it also allows you to hear the feedback from other people for you right so self-awareness comes from within when you look inward to understand yourself but it also looking outward to hear from others and whether you take it or not is up to you right going back to the noise that i said at the beginning but it allowed you to also understand the feedback from others to figure out what is the best combination that you want to have for yourself that will work for you so uh, there are a lot to share and i know that these actually one of the things that you guys are most concerned with. I know that I was very stressed when I was looking for a job. So I will be uh, happy to share with you guys the link to Blooming Crisis so that you guys can check out. And these are all the lessons learned that I gather through my life. <laughs> and as well as bringing other people to share their uh, perspective and allow our audience to dial in directly and ask their question as well. So, you know, if any of you who are listening uh, to this amazing podcast, if you have any follow-up question for me, feel free to contact me on Blooming Crisis on any of our social media platform because I know that it's not easy. I know it's hard. And I know that everyone has different situation. So it's not always one size fits all. Thank you so much. It was very kind of you to provide us with many insightful advice on how to be proactive as well as being able to accept the failures or uncertainties along the way mm -hmm. because I think that is a very good realization to have uh, even when you are trying to overcome any obstacles in life not only limited to job search so thank you so much for uh, taking your time to come with us today and then answer our questions. Yeah, no, thank you guys for having me. And this is a very strange feeling because I'm usually the one who interview people and now I'm being interviewed on a podcast. So thank you for allowing me to have this wonderful experience. I'm very thankful. And I hope that, you know, what I'm sharing today is helpful for many students. Uh, yeah, and I just want to say that it's not the end of the world. If you don't know what you want yet and school is only the beginning life after school will be very different but it's gonna be very exciting and i'm here to help so don't hesitate to tap into me whenever you guys need i'm more than happy to provide uh, my support thank you we here at your hired are on a mission to provide concrete and actionable steps that move you closer to your dream job our partner and podcast sponsor, Haven, is built to bring you opportunities to develop skills that light you up, gain experiences that move you forward, and build diverse communities to support you. To learn more about paid micro-internships, group discussions, and one-on-one -on -one mentoring, go to www.joinhaven.com, H-A-E-V-N. The link is in the description, and we hope you take the next step in building your dream career. Thanks for listening.